a temple. So the seeking for all of us in this journey of spiritual growth is either you have to go in search of spaces which are high in vibrations, you've already been given one. Or you go in search of people who are high in vibrations, you already have one. After this, to come to that place and taka 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 chit-chatting, parroting and talking, unwanted uh, stuff, a sentence should not come out of your tongue in the space which need not be spoken at all. Just dissolve into that place with quietude and silence and then you will be able to inherit the vibrations of that place. Gently close your eyes. In one second open your eyes. I want you to just see something that I show you which I will add into the process as we do. And then we will close your eyes. See, when you open your hands like this in prayer, the fingers not touching each other. That's basically a mudra by which you are ready to receive the vibrations unto you. Either to the space you are connected to or to the person you are connected to. The moment you close in your fingers, you conserve the vibrations that is already there in you but you can't receive vibrations. For example, if you see the statue of Buddha there, Buddha's fingers have closed. So he is in a seat of men. Buddha doesn't have to inherit vibrations, surplus vibrations. <laughs> so he is in a state where there is a circulation of vibrations that happens. So you'll see most of the Tirthankras in lotus position closed circulating the entire, because they don't have to inherit vibrations, they are givers of vibrations. So much before you go into a terminal experience, in your meditation, in your silence, where you close, if somewhere in the beginning of the process, if you can open up to those vibrations, fingers not touching each other, that is when you will be able to inherit those vibrations unto you. See, vibrations get transferred into you through this point, through this point, through the tip of your fingers and through the toe. So when you open up this, that is why saints used to always wear footwear, where even their big toe and the next has to be held like this. So in all the ways, and that is why they used to cover their head. So there is no dissipation of vibrations from here. The whole concept of the bindi or chantan or whatever it is, so that there is no dissipation of vibrations from here, no dissipation of vibrations from here and no dissipation. That is for them. For the seekers of vibrations, where we need the vibrations, when this is raised, that is when you become receptive to the vibrations. Two, those of you who constantly sit in the seat of meditation, I heard from him that some of you sit at least for 15 minutes on a daily basis, twice a day. You'll see after some time, you can no more hold your body still. Somewhere in deep meditation, a very subtle movement of the body, either forward and backward, or cyclic, or lateral, and sometimes as if a gentle current has been given, those subtle shivers in the body begins. It's called Latihan. Latihan basically means, you are right now in a state of energy clot. 
energy is there but it's all clot it's like an ice cube cannot be used for many things it has to be made water once the flow begins it can be used so in constantly sitting in the seat of meditation this energy clots become fluid like so what happens is the current of energy around you if you go into the entire science of energy bodies and the physical body and the chakras and how energy encompasses you see if you see any of the pictures spiritually evolved people will always be projected with a halo around them it's not painting it's real it is just that over a period of time our naked eyes can't see anything now especially if you live in a metropolitan where there is so much of overload you're not but traditionally people through their naked eyes itself could perceive the energy bodies like even now if you go to your village your grandmother can just smell and say salt is not there in the dark she doesn't have to taste it when you are boiling itself in fact your grandmother will tell you you have added masala at the end at what stage it was added they will be able to say just you can taste the chai and say whether sugar was put in the beginning or at the end of course with chai i am a scientist i can say so much about chai so people could perceive the energy body around the physical body even with naked eyes just that over a period of time with a lot of external artificial lighting the load on our eyes has become so much the bandwidth of our eyes has been reduced we are no more able to perceive the energy bodies but it is real so what happens is the more and more you inherit vibrations the energy around you begins to flow when there is flow of energy the body cannot feel rigid anymore and that is why the gentle movement of the body automatically begins it's called latihan it's a very natural thing to happen ideally latihan should happen till it happens to break that friction there's nothing wrong about you creating a subtle movement of the body you're just facilitating that energy flow to happen so in case you feel like having a subtle movement of the body or a subtle movement of the body happens by itself don't forcefully make your body rigid you are not supposed to be statue you are supposed to be human only it's a very natural thing to happen so there is a point in the process when i would ask you to gently raise your hands to receive the energy so ensure the fingers don't touch each other and then you go back to whichever you are comfortable either the lotus position or a lot of people sit in what it is called as the jnana mudra the intellectual significance of this is really beautiful especially in the context of all of you in this ashram it's so easy to explain when we discussed we discussed see unless i transcend my mind intellect and emotions i will not be able to experience meditation these three fingers represents those three personalities that you need to transcend but the vedic tradition says you will not be able to transcend these three personalities unless i represented by the index finger is willing to surrender itself to an object of surrender without surrender materialistic growth is possible without surrender spiritual growth is not possible so i need to surrender myself to my object of surrender whatever that object surrender god guru whatever you call it you need to surrender yourself to the object of surrender and only with that grace 
transcending these three personalities is possible. The more and more you are in the state of surrender and in the seat of meditation, you will grow in vibrations and your life will become complete. And that is what is represented by that circle that is formed in that state of surrender. Your life will become complete. The most dangerous egos, one of you asked question on ego, the most dangerous of all ego is spiritual ego. The day some of you will go through that. You will feel you are the senior most seeker here. Some of you will go through this. I am only very close to Gurudev. Nobody is very close to Gurudev. It's not a status to be enjoyed. It's a responsibility to be executed. The closer and closer you get to a higher source of energy, you should be more and more useful to others. But somehow, after some time, it becomes a status for people. In fact, they'll keep others away from getting close. Because, to remind that you don't get entrapped into the trap of a spiritual ego. This finger meets the thumb in the middle for you to realize how much ever you evolve. Remember one thing. He remains above the rest. That does not change. God remains above the rest. Whatever you become, Arjuna, you can become the best Arjuna you can be. Arjuna, you can have the privilege of Krishna all for yourself. Arjuna, he has done this to nobody else except you. He is willing to answer all the questions you have to ask for 18 chapters. Arjuna, you alone have been given this privilege where Krishna himself offered to be your charioteer. Arjuna, who will get this? He stood in front of you and said, let the arrows first cross me before it reaches you. I will protect you. Arjuna, no matter what you went through, Arjuna. Yesterday when I was talking to him, I was just discussing. How Arjuna, when he starts the entire process and in all his arrogance, because he is the Kshatriya, so he tells Krishna, Hey Krishna, take the chariot and keep it between the Pandavas and command. Slowly, as Bhagavad Gita starts unfolding, Arjuna starts realizing, I am not with an ordinary person. I am not listening to an ordinary person. I thought I know everything. I know only how to fire an arrow. He seems to know everything. Some businessmen, when you come here first time, you'll feel like that only. I know everything. Then you realize, I don't know anything. <coughs> How to breathe also, I don't know. I have to learn what I know everything. <coughs> so that is what Arjuna went through. Just by being the greatest Kshatriya, I still don't know anything. He seems to know. In fact, slowly he gets transformed, transformed. His tone of communication itself starts changing. And Krishna's tone gets louder and louder. And then eventually after 18 chapters, Arjuna is perplexed. He is baffled. He suddenly realizes, I don't think I am sitting with a man. Just because he looks like me, he is not me. I don't think I am sitting with a man. Out of sheer helplessness, after 18 chapters of Bhagavad Gita, Arjuna closes his eyes. And when he closes his eyes, he experiences the Vishwarub of Krishna within him. Vishwarub is not like how we show in movies when big Krishna comes. Vishwarub was not experienced with eyes open. Vishwarub was experienced with eyes closed. Finally, Arjuna closes his eyes and experiences the magnificence of Krishna within him. Tears trickling down, Arjuna says, 
Who are you, Krishna? I played with you. I joked around with you. I have fought with you. I have argued you. I had the audacity to ask you to be my charioteer. Not realizing who are you, Krishna? With whom am I? Why am I trying to understand so much when I am with him? Why am I even thinking it's my war when I am with him? And then Arjuna opens his eyes. Having experienced the magnificence of the Vishwarup within him, when he opens his eyes and he sees Krishna is still standing there as if nothing has happened. With tears in his eyes, Arjuna looks at Krishna and says, Achyuta. Achyuta basically means the one who never fails. The, never, the one who never lets you go. The one who will never give up on you. No matter how I am, no matter whether I hold you or not, I know you will hold me. So in that state of absolute helpless tears, he looks at Krishna and says, Achyuta, I have nothing else to ask. Tell me what should I do. And even Arjuna, if you have all those privileges, don't forget one thing, Arjuna never becomes Krishna. With all the things you alone has received that nobody else has received, you can still be the best Arjuna that you can be. But Arjuna, you never become Krishna. It reminds above the rest. And that's what Jnana Mudra is. So either in Jnana Mudra or Lotus position, finally we will dissolve into that silence. Gently close your eyes. Relax, calm down, feel the peace within, get in touch with your centeredness, deep inside you are Prem, Sat, Chit, Anand. get centered into that peace within for a moment realize how blessed you are experience how much God loves you How beautifully life is unfolding. How magnificently you are being carried through. Experience that gratitude for all that that is becoming your life. Grow in love, feel one with. Like how the fragrance will emanate from a flower. 
feel as if love is flowering from you ready to encompass all that is life let your love grow into bhakti into devotion the purest and the highest form of love is bhakti feel that devotion for your source of grace feel that devotion for this place for the one with whom you have dissolved your spiritual seeking surrender yourself from everything of you and nothing of him to something of you something of him experience a state of nothing of you everything of him let you the drop of rain fall into the ocean and merge into the ocean dissolve into him floods of vibration are there to flow into you descend into you and encompass you the more and more you empty yourself the more and more you will be filled up less and less of man will facilitate more and more of god with a heart full of receptivity to draw the vibrations from your source of connectivity unto you and to fill yourself with his highest vibrations gently raise your hands in prayer ensure the fingers don't touch each other feel completely connected to him let him fill you up let a part of him descend into you descend unto you feel the vibrations within you around you in you through the crown of your head through agnya chakra the point between your two eyebrows through the tip of your fingers and through your toe let vibrations 
flood from your source of faith towards you unto you and encompass you let it be less and less of you and more and more of him just to cause the flow of the energy field around you don't be too rigid on the body just leave your body as if it's a dry leaf that can float around in the breeze just make your body supple and let the vibrations let the flow of energy take over your body the subtle swaying of the body front to back left to right a little cyclic is called latihan be receptive and let you be filled with his vibrations let the content of you be changed with the inherited vibrations let the very chemistry of you change ensure the fingers are not touching each other right now dissolves so much into him there is no more you and just him gently shift your hands either into lotus position or jnana mudra or whatever mudra you practice in the seat of meditation and just be only in a state of non doing vibrations are transferred unto you just slip into a state of non doing and just be let this space let your source of faith let the vibrations take over you just be in a state of non doing
keep witnessing yourself the thoughts may not dissolve by itself straight away but at least you should be aware that there are still flow of thoughts so do not get lost into your thinking keep witnessing yourself keep watching yourself hold your awareness like floodlights that focus on a stage hold your witness unto yourself keep watching yourself as you move from a state of noiselessness into a state of quietude seeking that silence keep watching yourself avoid any unwanted movement of the body
वेरी वेरी जेंटली प्लीज ओपन योर आईज the way you go into a process the process and the way you come out of the process are equally important never come out of either a puja or a meditation with a jerk always very very gently only open your eyes maintain minimum jerks in the body the entire transition from that introvertedness to that extrovertedness should be as smooth as possible then you retain the effect of that experience even after you open your eyes if you open your eyes with a jerk and you instantly go into any unwanted movement of the body then you lose the effect of that experience and you don't carry the effect of that experience after your eyes are closed i'll see you again in the hall at 9:30 for the last session thank you so much i love you so much <laughs>